It's time for Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott, inviting the atheist, agnostic, and skeptic to examine for themselves the evidence for the Christian faith. We are all limited by what we do not know and by the things we think we know but are not true. Dr. Joe Mott earned his Ph.D. at LSU and was a distinguished math professor at Florida State University for 38 years, helping to write three math textbooks and authoring over 30 research articles in math. He is now the host of this radio program, Defending and Commending the Faith. Here is Joe Mott. Hello to all listening today. Have a blessed Christmas. Lee Strobel, the former legal editor for the Chicago Tribune, authored a wonderful book called The Case for Christ, where he gives his personal investigation into the evidence for Jesus that led him from atheism to Christianity. The book has 14 chapters, each written by recognized authorities in their field of expertise, who answered Strobel's questions. The chapters 4 through 6 deal with tough questions about Christ and the reliability of the New Testament. Strobel interviewed Bruce Metzger, who at that time was the world's top New Testament manuscript scholar. Metzger tells Strobel, quotes, what the New Testament has in its favor, especially when compared with other ancient writings, is the unprecedented multiplicity of copies that have survived. Quotes, there are more than 25,000 ancient copies of the New Testament. The wealth of the manuscript evidence for the New Testament gives us confidence that these manuscripts have been transmitted to us accurately. Metzger estimated the New Testament has 99% plus accuracy. Strobel's book gives far more details than I can give. So should you need more evidence for the reliability of the New Testament documents, I recommend the book, The Case for Christ. In chapter 5, written by Lee Strobel of the book, Who Made God? by general editors Ravi Zacharias and Norman Geisler, Strobel cites the historian Gary Habermas, author of The Historical Jesus, who detailed... 39 extra-biblical writers that corroborate more than 100 facts about Jesus' life, teachings, death, and resurrection. In a YouTube video on 12 points that show Christianity is true, Norman Geisler says, If you can't trust the New Testament documents to tell you the historical truth, then you can wipe out every history department, every classics department in every university, college, or school in the entire world because we have more documents, earlier documents, better documents, more witnesses, more qualified witnesses, more confirmed witnesses 
than for any book from antiquity. These facts, together with the New Testament documents passing the historical test criteria that I mentioned in the last episode, point six is now confirmed. Let me remind you, point six says, the New Testament documents are reliable. Now, point seven is, the New Testament says Jesus claimed to be God. We will find that Jesus, a man born in Bethlehem, reared in Nazareth in Galilee, who preached and performed miracles in Judea and Galilee, who really lived, claimed to be God Almighty in human flesh. How did Jesus make such a claim? He never actually said the particular sentence, I am God. Could it be that he used certain code words or specific actions by which he concealed his true identity from the people with presuppositions and biases against himself, but revealed himself so that any open-minded person could infer that he was God. Kevin Van Hooser, research professor at Trinity Evangelical Divinity School, proclaims, Jesus understood himself to be the beloved Son of God, chosen by God to bring about the kingdom of God and the forgiveness of sins. Our understanding of who Jesus was must correspond to Jesus' own self-understanding. So what was his self-understanding? Eventually, I will give seven facets of his self-understanding. Right now, let me continue with the overview of the 12 points of the argument that show Christianity is true. It is one thing to claim to be God, but it is quite another thing to prove it. And that's where miracles come in. No one can admit the miracle of Christ's resurrection without granting the other miracles recorded in the Gospels. And the resurrection is one of the best authenticated events in all human history. Jesus, and only Jesus, of all the religious leaders in history, proved to be the Son of God. How was that accomplished? Point eight, Jesus' claim to be God is confirmed by three sets of miracles. First, Jesus' claim to be God was confirmed by his fulfillment of many prophecies about the Messiah. From Genesis to Malachi, the Old Testament abounds with anticipations of the coming Messiah. Barton Payne's Encyclopedia of Biblical Prophecy lists 191 predictions about the Messiah, while Oxford scholar Alfred Edersheim cites 400 in the book The Life and Times of Jesus, the Messiah. That's a 
on page 160. Unquestionably, these predictions were written much before Jesus was born in Bethlehem. In the book, When Skeptics Ask, by Norman Geisler and Ronald Brooks, on page 119, it is reported, even the most liberal critics admit that the prophetic books were completed some 400 years before Christ. In the book of Daniel, by about 167 B.C., Though there is good evidence to date most of these books much earlier, some of the Psalms and earlier prophets were in the 8th and 9th centuries before Christ. Jesus himself indicated to listeners that he was the specific fulfillment of these messianic prophecies. For example, Jesus affirmed, All this has taken place that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. That's found in Matthew 26, verse 56. On another occasion, when Jesus was with two disciples, we read that beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself and all the scriptures. That's found in Luke 24, verse 27. He claimed, Everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. That's in Luke 24, verse 44. The prophets predicted that the Messiah would become a human being. Genesis 3:15 be a descendant of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Genesis 12, verses 1 through 3. 17, verse 2, and 5 through 6. 22, verse 18. Come from the tribe of Judah. Genesis 49, verse 10. Be a branch from the stump of Jesse. Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 1. Be anointed by the Holy Spirit, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2. Be from King David's family, 2 Samuel 7, verses 12 through 16. Be born of a virgin, Isaiah 7, verse 14. Be born in Bethlehem, Micah 5, 2. Be despised and rejected by his fellow Jews, Be beaten, put to death, and be guiltless. Isaiah 53. Have a ministry of miracles. Isaiah chapter 35, verses 5 through 6. Be pierced in his hands and feet. Psalms 22, verse 16. Be looked on after being pierced. Zechariah 12, 10. Go to Sheol, but not decay. Psalm 16, verse 10. The city of Jerusalem and the temple would be rebuilt. The Messiah would come and be cut off, but not for himself. And the city and the temple would be destroyed. Daniel 9, verses 24 through 26. Jesus alone fulfilled all these prophecies in his first coming to earth. When John the Baptist's disciples asked Jesus if he really was the Christ, 
He told them to consider the miracles he did in healing and raising the dead, consistent with predictions that the Messiah would do. That's found in Matthew 11, verses 2 through 6, and Luke 7, verses 19 through 23. Some misguided individuals claim that humans can become the Christ, just as Jesus was the Christ. Jesus was allegedly the prototype for the rest of us. This view is as arrogant as it is fallacious. First, no prophecy about the Messiah gives any indication of multiple messiahs. Second, Jesus never said, quote, you two have Christ within you, quote. Instead, he warned that others in the future would come falsely claiming they were the Christ, Matthew 24, verse 5. Conclusion, Jesus alone is the Christ. Second, Jesus' claim to be God was confirmed by his sinless life and miraculous deeds. Christians proceed on the testimony of the Gospels that miracles did in fact happen. This cannot be regarded as incredible by anyone who believes the witness of the Gospels relative to the person of Jesus of Nazareth. If Jesus was sinlessly human and eternally divine, he himself was a supreme miracle. His entrance into the world was miraculous. His departure from the world was miraculous. And his life in the world was miraculous. No one who believes in what he was will find it difficult to believe in what he did. Christians believe in miracles because we believe in the person of Christ. What he is can be trusted. What he does is beneficial. What he says can be described by the words, verily, verily, he frequently used when he was giving a parable or a teaching. The crowd said, never a man spoke like this. The Roman soldier said, this is the Son of God. Pilate said, I find no fault in him. Jesus said, the ruler of this world, Satan, has nothing in me. That's John 14, verse 39. Jesus also said, can any of you prove me guilty of sin? John 8, verse 46. I wouldn't say that to my friends, much less to my enemies. Why? Because I know they could find ample things for which to convict me. But Jesus was not afraid of that. Thank you for listening to Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott, a production of Wave 94 Radio in Tallahassee, Florida. If you have any questions or comments for Joe, please forward them to Doug Apple at Wave94 at this email address, dougapple at wave94.com. And be sure to join us every Monday evening at 6.45 p.m. on Wave94 and subscribe through your favorite podcast app, Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott.